Hi everyone, and welcome back. I'm your host, Christina Smith-Meyer. On this episode of Satellite Stories, we're going to be staying in Greenland and continuing to meet people who can really share with us why it's so important to be connected in a place like Greenland. The partnership between SES and TUSAS and the work we look to achieve through our partnership is only part of a larger story. The story about connecting the unconnected and ensuring digital inclusion is made available to the most remote corners of the earth. Last time, we got a sense of what life is like on Greenland, as well as the difficulties of its scale and the isolation. Plus, we heard about some of the solutions the teams at TUSAS and SES have created to ease the difficulties Greenlandic communities face when it comes to staying connected. So this time, we're here to talk entrepreneurship, art, and the overall impact connectivity has. So grab that cup of tea you've been meaning to have for a while now, sit back and listen to Liv and her wonderful story of how a passion shared only with friends and family in Nuuk transformed into her artwork, her fabric, and custom-made soft furnishings being commissioned and sold all over the world, thanks to a little old thing many of us take for granted, the internet. Uh, we are here in my little shop uh, in, in a rainy, cloudy day in the old part of Nook, the most cozy place in town. So this is my little shop and welcome. Can you talk us a little bit about how the nature here in Greenland inspires your work? We were just talking about the colours that you like to choose for the clothes that you make. Yes, I think the nature is so beautiful. It's a cloudy day today. Many people think it's boring, but I, I think it's magic, you know. This is the magic gray with the magic green at the sea. And sometimes it's the northern lights that is dancing or the fog that is dancing between the, the mountains or the ocean, or I feel so calm, so quiet, so peaceful. And I think that is how I get my design out, is it's very peaceful and it's very authentic. When I'm making my design, I make them with hand first, and then I scan it, and then I design it, and then I send it to the fabrics who is uh, making the products. For example, I send it uh, by the internet to Canada, or to Iceland, or to Sweden, or Spain, where I produce my things. So it's really, really nice because uh, when you are so isolated from the rest of the world, it's so important to have this kind of opportunity because I cannot uh, travel 
every day, so it's really, really nice. I want to take a moment to share with you the type of work Liv creates. Scarves, pillows, earrings, coasters, maps, prints, and something I definitely needed while I was walking the streets of Nuke. Mittens. And many, many more things. But there was one print that really caught my eye. In fact, so much so, I bought one and brought it home with me. It was a printed graphic that Liv calls Inuk Madonna. Now, the Inuk Madonna print, or the graphic, was created by accident. Liv one day was scanning her work to upload to her computer, and somehow two portraits she had created overlapped, sort of merged together into one design. The portrait of Inuk Madonna. It's simple, colourful, yet really impactful. I would actually encourage you all to check out Liv's website, inukdesign.one, But don't worry, I'll pop her website in our episode description. And now, thanks to better internet connection, Liv is, and has, been able to share her work online from her studio in Nuuk. These images of Inuk Madonna have come to be displayed all over the world, with orders for her fabric coming in far and wide. The internet has played a huge role in her business growing. Absolutely, here in Greenland and worldwide actually. I really don't notice things when I'm doing them because I'm working so fast sometimes or in my world. And I was making this Instagram uh, account and I was looking of the likes or followers and I was like, what is that kind of number? And I was asking my son and he said, you have about... 8,000 followers. And I said, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, and and once I put something on the Facebook and I was looking at these numbers down there and I really didn't know what they meant, but there were 15,000 likes on something I put there about half an hour ago. And I was like, oh my God. And then I could see, you know, the impact of, Uh, the internet going out on very small corners of the world. So yeah, it has a huge impact for a very small designer from the top of the world that is so isolated. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes, it is. (laughs) So you definitely rely on the internet for brand awareness, for production, but also for selling. Yes. I have clients from Brazil, Germany, Japan and Denmark and Sweden and United States and Canada. So, yeah, I sent worldwide. So, it's really exciting that um, your artwork is now, you know, being promoted all over the world. But Greenland hasn't always been connected. But in recent times, it's, it's the first time the whole country has had connectivity of some kind. Yeah. So, People in Ilulisat or Sisimiut or Dasilak, they can now see your artwork yeah. because they hadn't had access before. Yeah. It's, it's kind of exciting. Yes. Greenland, um, the most, how can you say, isolated place like the Sila or the north, very north, are seeing my things because of the internet. 
a very, very small community in, in Sadut, like in North Greenland, they would like to have my fabric, for example. It's like, okay, it will take about three weeks to go there by boat, you know. <laughs> but it's really nice that they can order on my Facebook or webshop. You were telling me just before about how you've been invited to exhibit your work in lots of different places, and that's that's merely because someone Googled, what, Greenland design? Yeah, we have been asked to, or I have been asked to exhibit in Paris and in Iceland and in Norway and now in Toronto, Canada. Uh, and they found me on the internet because I tell the Greenlandic culture in a new way. What is it that you find most special about producing artwork that is sort of distributed around the world? What does that mean to you? It means that I can be an ambassador for Greenland um, because many people think we still live in igloos and, you know, are very, how can you say, indigenous in an old-fashioned way, but I would like to show that we can make other things here in Greenland except of fishing or fur or anything else and make it more everyday life and more modern. The story of my design is our culture. We still hunt our own food. So we have to be very strong and the nature here is very hard. You don't make any mistakes because you can lose your life, you know. Uh, here it's, it's the nature that is the master. So the connection between the family and the man and the woman is, is very strong. And I really like that. And at the same time, we have the iPad and we have the internet and we have iPhones, you know. We can be a part of the world. So I think we are very privileged to be able to have our own culture in this very fast-moving world. I really hope you enjoyed hearing from Liv as much as I did. We've shared a film of the time we spent with her on our website, so have a look at some of her artwork and her designs there for yourself. Visit SES.com and search for Tusas, or visit our YouTube channel and search for the film titled Open Doors to Local Artists. Next time on Satellite Stories, we're going back to school to learn a few lessons with Anders, a lecturer at the University of Greenland. Do follow our series to make sure you're notified the moment the next episode is released. And for more about what we do, visit ses.com. <laughs>